Hello and welcome to the 56th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, along with our co-host, Jordan. That's me, unfortunately. Jordan, Jordan, before we do anything, we need to explain why are we not in front of a fire right now? Why are so, we not doing a fireside episode this week? I know. Yeah, we promised a fireside podcast and we lied, but it's not our fault. It's not our fault. Hurricane Henri. Yeah, there was an act of God. Um came through and uh they canceled the trip on us we didn't cancel it we were willing to go out in the rain they uh they canceled it on us yeah um, a hurricane rolled in and yeah. um i was like oh that kind of sucks it must be kind of a big deal if they're uh shutting down the campsites and everything no it, it rained like a little bit yeah we got it, it completely like it, it curved and just passed us so yeah, so so fuck <laughs> uh there goes our plans for a while so uh Sorry. Sorry, I don't know what we're going to do now. Um, I was thinking we could do a fireside podcast. It's going to be in Chris's backyard. It won't be as cool. Um, we could do that as well. But as for the great camping trip, uh, that is unfortunately postponed with no expected time. So Yes, postponed indefinitely, unfortunately. Um, this isn't uh, 100% an issue with Jordan and I. It's just lining up all our schedules now. Um because Alex and I go back to school in four days, um, or three days, uh, on Monday. Yeah, so two days actually. Damn. So, uh, and I'm not particularly this way, but I know Alex is like always really fucking swamped with work because he's an engineering major, and uh, but it is what it is. Live yeah. and let live. We'll have something for you soon. Yeah. That being said, Jordan. Where could you find this podcast natively on a platform that's not YouTube.com? So, if you want to hang out with the Depresso boys at the moment, you can find us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. I almost want to say Republic again. I'm starting to get that itch. And uh, did I say Spotify? If you don't know we're on I Spotify, remember. I mean, it's the first platform. It's the first, we were on Spotify by like episode five. Bro. Yeah, I remember, I remember that was in the title and everything. We were like, we're on Spotify. Yeah, no, it was great because I was like, well, this is going to be a pain in the ass to get this on Spotify. And oh, then one we night did it later. in like 35 seconds. Yeah, so, yeah, you can find us on all those platforms natively. Of course, Pocket Cast, that's my podcast app of choice. And as always, the RSS feed, import it into your favorite podcasting app. All of that stuff's kind of linked down below. And then we're always here on YouTube, sadly. Now, Jordan... You've been bitching about pocket pocket casts a lot. I've been bitching. I've been doing a bit of. I've had some gripenses. Have I've had some uh, some moments. Have you now? So this kind of ties into something I'm going to talk about. But I got the the Z Flip three or whatever. Uh, and you I got to say, SIM card. Ah, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. SIM card comes in. So I got to say, props to Samsung. I'm going to bitch them out in a moment too. But props to them for one thing. Samsung Smart Switch. Incredible. I have no idea what that is, actually. Like, it pops up when I connect to something with Bluetooth, but what does that even do? So, I think you're thinking of smart things. Smart things. Oh, smart switch. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you take your little double dingly USB-C cable plug, one into the phone, one into the other phone, or you can do it wirelessly. And basically, you hit a button, you uh, approve a few things, and it literally duplicates this phone and just oh, slaps cool. it on there. To the point where, if you look at, uh, just kind of off mic, our home screen, or whatever, on both of them, dude. They're literally identical. Oh, that's awesome. It duplicates it completely. Um, down to photos and the folders. Those photos are in. It's great. It's just fantastic. So I give them some credit for that. So, um, yeah, so I duplicated it. But 
you know, it doesn't sign you into all your apps and things like that. So when you go to well, say, yeah. you know, Instagram for the first time, you got to sign in. Pocket Cast was one of those. I put in my credentials, I hit sign in, and it spun there, and it spun there, and oh, it spun boy. there for minutes. Finally, I closed the app, do it again. It took like eight tries, and it would not let me log in, no matter what I did. Finally, I just shut the phone, charged it, left it plugged in overnight, and then it finally signed me in, and I was like, yay, finally, oh, hell yeah. And then it never transferred any of my downloads Bruh. because it wasn't signed in, and I was so mad because I have over like 200 downloads, so then I just marked everything as played and was like, I'm done. It's fine. That's I'll start fresh. That's such a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, so. Oh, man, that sucks. They, they, they're starting to lose some brownie points with me. I'm getting a little feisty with them. Um, are you looking into many, may, maybe other pocket casts? Uh, fuck. Are you think? Are you looking into maybe other podcasting apps? Maybe. We'll see. Maybe um, uh, Radio Public. Radio Public, maybe, baby. Uh, we'll see because uh, it worked great, and then it has like one hiccup, and I had more hiccups in the short span of time I used Spotify for a while. So I still love them. They're just really annoying at times. Mm, I see. But uh, yeah. But before we get into the obvious stuff, what have you been up to, Chris? Well, good news. I finally did all the things I had to do and drove my Fiesta home like uh, a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. A week and a half ago, around there. Fiesta. Finally got the Fiesta ST, which is nice. Yeah. But, um,. I was supposed to get it a day earlier than I actually did, but apparently, um, getting a new payoff for my, cause I, I traded in my car. So getting in a new payoff for the loan, um, was too difficult for them. So they didn't do it. Nice. So I couldn't take the, the car. They were day. just like, no, no, I don't think I will. And I did some reading and apparently it takes them like 15 days to process a payoff. Jesus. So, um. I had to talk to my bank because they took my loan payment for this month off that loan, off a car I don't own. Oh, man. So now I have to deal with that. And if I have to go back to CarMax, if I have to go back to CarMax to talk to someone about this, I, there will be bloodshed. (laughs) Massive amounts of bloodshed. I, um, I'm actually pretty heated at the moment, too, when it comes to to payments and companies, um, because of fucking Verizon, dude. So sick of them and their bullshit. They uh, they double charged me on my credit card. Did they? And uh, so I put in a dispute, and I got my money back for now. But they're still reviewing the case. But I'm like, you guys are just fucking stupid. Imagine if you could do one thing right. Well, here's the thing that happened with my uh, Amazon credit card. I I did that, and then I just paid it off again because I put sixty dollars on it. Um. Because my payment went through twice, so I had negative balance on my statement, so I could spend that much before I started eating back into my credit. Mm-hmm. And then I did that, and I spent an extra like sixty bucks, and I just paid it off. So I hope that doesn't happen to me again. Well, that's how my card is now. I have negative two hundred ninety-three, but the problem is I'm getting rid of this fucking card, so I'm just trying to get the money back in my uh, checking account. And I was like, dude, I could totally risk it for the biscuit and spend the two ninety-three that's on the card, technically. And then put this dispute in, but I was like, that's going to open up a can of worms, so I'll pass. Yeah. So I'm just trying to leave it there. I submitted some uh, forms today, consent forms. Consent forms. Yeah, I'm consenting Bank of America to harass Verizon for the money, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. If you hear purring or various noises, I have 
my cat right now. <laughs> and he's mad. And he's mad. But, uh, yeah. So you got your fiesta. There's still some hassle in the background. A little but, bit, uh, but I, I feel like it's... Pretty much behind you. Yeah, it's basically like a non-issue. I just have to... I just have to, like, make sure... Uh, all I really want is, like, a confirmation from either the from either CarMax or the bank saying that this is in the works. That's yep. all I really want, honestly. And then I'll keep an eye on it for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I just made sure everything's going to plan, so... But, uh... Aside from that, anything else been going on? Or, I mean, if you want to talk any more about the Fiesta, how you're liking it, how she's driving? It's fun. It's a really fun car. Um, and there's the philosophy that the more perfect something is, the more you notice the, the little flaws mm-hmm. in it. I love the car. I love almost everything about it. I love driving it. It's fun to drive. It's It's great on gas for what it is and it's easy to park it's easy to maneuver small um, small boy the suspension's nice and it's practical i can put stuff in the back yeah there's a surprising amount of room for a small little hatchback yeah yeah good amount um, of room but there's no sunglasses holder oh, there's nowhere man. to put my sunglasses oh man so i need to like right now they're just sitting on my passenger seat i saw them <laughs> and it's like i don't really want a sunglasses clip for my visor because i have ray-bans I don't want someone to just, like, break my window to get my Ray-Bans. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And also, the one of the keys, um, I guess the clips are fucked up on it, so that it just splits apart every so often. Oh, man. So uh, so I, I just, what I did, genius move, I put that key in my spare keys drawer, and then I took the other one. The so working I've, key. I've solved the problem. <laughs> You have now hidden the issue, so therefore it's not an issue. I've put in a ba- I've put a band-aid on it. Yeah. Essentially. You put a band-aid on a flood, yeah. And the only one who really messes with those keys is, like, my dad. Yeah, if he and has my, to move it or something. Yeah. I mean, my... The only one of my cars my dad actually drove was my, um... Was my Canyon. Yeah. He liked that truck, too, but... Yeah. Well, it was a cool truck, manual truck, you know? Yeah, it's pretty sick. You don't see uh, it took you long enough to find it. You don't see it very often. So. No, you really don't. You really don't. I'm uh, brain farting for a moment. Is your your Suburban's automatic, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. They, so they the Fiesta's your only uh, manual now. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't. <laughs> this is the first time I've started the Suburban today. This is the first time I started the Suburban in like the last week and a half. <laughs> so, well, that's cool though. Now you have a new daily driver, so that's nice. Yeah. Got the suburb for for the plans for what should have been camping, and then we're going to Dave and Dave and Deusters today. Yeah, Dave and Busters. I'm Why don't they call it Dave and Deusters, man? Dave and Deusters. Well, because one guy was called Dave, one guy was called Buster. Right? Trying to Buster head? Like I don't if, get it. Well, no, but if if the guy was called uh, whatever you said, Deuster, then they would probably be called that. <laughs> Dave and Deusters, or what? What about Bave and Dusters? But if the guy's name was Bave and the other guy was Duster, then it would be Bave and Dusters. But no one's called Bave. But someone's called Duster? Maybe. What about Duver? Can we move on, please? <laughs> Can we move? Oh, 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 I got some news for you. I don't know if you've heard about this. Oh, probably not. Is this on mic or off mic? No, this is, this is, this is on mic. This is, this is actually really fucking funny. Fortnite. Have you heard about the new Fortnite update? 
I believe I know where you're going with this. I think. And if it's what I'm thinking, it's fucking ridiculous. Fortnite is doing an event currently. Sussy Bacchus. About Martin Luther King Jr.? Why? That's not what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> I did hear about that, though. They're doing an event where you can go and to... And listen to his speech. Yeah, to, and you can explore 1960s Washington. Do you get harassed, too? No, but you can see, like... I don't know, you can see, like, uh, segregated bathrooms and stuff. Why? I thought you were going to talk about the Fortnite imposters mode. No, 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 no. No, that's... Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I was okay. more focused on the Martin Luther King thing. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's... I saw some uproar about it's that. It's so fucking weird. I saw a screenshot... I saw a screenshot the other day of Rick from Rick and Morty looking at a segregated bathroom. How is Fortnite even real? <laughs> I have a question, Chris. Do you think we're going to get a live event reenactment of the JFK assassination in Fortnite? I mean, we might as well at this point. Because, like, if you're just going to put in historical events, which put is World War II. Yeah, put like, put, like, fucking Fortnite Hitler. I don't know. Fortnite Normandy. Because, like, there's just so many more avenues they could have gone. <laughs> like, if they wanted to do, like, a... a, a a civil rights or like a social justice thing they could have had like you know there's a lot of celebrities that do a lot of like things like that mm -hmm. who are big they could have had like a kendrick lamar event yeah kendrick lamar does a lot of shit like that mm -hmm. so you know i feel like there's other avenues they could have gone and i i think the the whole event is kind of ridiculous yeah yeah, I saw it's a, they, their goal is to get kids to be aware of what happened and listen to the speech and but things bro, like that. But bro, you learn about that shit in school. Why wouldn't you just talk? have a modern, uh, a modern celebrity who has been through modern experiences of racism and what have you and then teach it that way? Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's just so weird. Yeah. I don't understand. It's a little out of left field. I was in a Wendy's drive-thru when I read that. And I literally, I went, they added who to what? When I saw they added Martin Luther King to Fortnite. What a joke. What a joke. Anyway, do you have something you want to talk about? There's Yeah, there's there's things. Uh, there's things on the agenda, as some would say. Um, obviously, we talked about the, uh, the fiesta. Um, the hurricane. What yeah. Happened, how, how depresso espresso we are, but I'm pretty hyped. Um, I'll talk about the Z Flip Three kind of last, but um, I'm kind of hyped because one of my favorite games, State of Decay Two, mm -hmm. has an update coming. Does it? Yes, sir. September first, so it's very soon. Three, three days, two days. This Tuesday. Um, there was the first game which you had played, right? You said you played the first one. Yeah. So the map Trumbull Valley that you play in in that game got ported to State of Decay Two via a DLC called Heartland. Um, it was like a story-focused DLC where you play in that map. Well, now, for a third time, essentially, they're rebuilding that map with more of the State of Decay 2 stuff and making it part of the main game instead of part of the DLC. Because the DLC was a linear story with 
you know, two sets of characters, and that was it. Now mm. they're reporting it to regular State of Decay 2, which is this big sandbox, and they're tying in narrative to it. So, and it's a free update for the game. That's Call it State of Decay 2 Homecoming. So, That's cool. Uh, and it takes place years. So it goes basically the apocalypse breaks out in State of Decay 1. There's yep. some State of Decay 1 DLC that's like years after. Um, State of Decay 2's DLC was years after, and now years after that is this Homecoming DLC. So, so how many years? I think it's been like 15, 15 or 16 years. Damn. So um, it's pretty fucking cool. I'm excited to see what they do, and I can't yeah, wait for State of Decay. Let's do a DLC 87 years after. There's not even zombies. There's just like literally aliens. You're like, oh, yes, yes, this made sense. Imagine. But no, I, uh, aliens, dude, I can't wait. Or it's, it's years and years and years, and you're just sitting there, and the sun is about to engulf the earth. Basically. Dude, I can't wait for State of the Day 3, though. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so excited to see what they do with that game. They better they better knock it out of the park, but you know how it is nowadays with expectations. Mm, you're going to get a. You're going to really be excited for this game, and then. Uh, <laughs> the devs are gonna release it and the devs are gonna release it and it's gonna be uh pretty much unplayable yeah unless is... you have the highest end pc and maybe and dlss even, will and, save it and even then it doesn't quite work yeah um also on the topic of cars kind of <clears throat> i uh i'm pretty proud of myself so i bought new tires and rims i saw um, i saw bought new tires and rims and i i decided you know I've had this car for two years. I've never hit a curb. Let me buy $1,200 worth of rims and then hit a fucking curb. I'm so goddamn mad about That's that tough. stuff. That's tough. I have had this car for two years, and the closest I've come to hitting a curb was rolling over like a, like a where it kind of ramps down to cross the street. I turned a little too tight and rolled over it. I went to fucking Taco Bell, right? Did you know how the streets are in, uh, in my city? Tight. I went to Taco Bell. And you follow the drive-thru, and I'm like, man, I'm like a full four and a half feet away from the window. Like, this is weird. Let me just turn closer to the window. And I start going. I'm creeping. I'm creeping closer to the window. And then I just hear, and I'm like, oh, no. So I jerk the wheel back, and I I pull forward. And I didn't think much of it at first. I was like, ah, that sucks. I hit my tire. And then I look, and the curb, the reason is, the reason I was far away is because the way they have it lined up, there's like a two and a half foot curb. And I'm like, oh, shit, that thing's two and a half feet. There's no way that just hit the tire. So I get the food. I go to the local community college uh, to eat it and just kind of hang out there or whatever. They have, like, a nice open field. And uh, I get out, and I just look at my rim, and I'm like, fuck. God damn it. Fuck. And I was so mad. You made one step. You made a step to... (laughs) You made a step to make your car look not as ridiculous as it looked. Because those rims were bad bro. steelies with plastic hubcaps and baby. one of them was broken and the wheels right. were shit yeah it had a chunk taken out and one of the one of the wheels themselves the actual tires or i'm sorry the tires themselves were shit so you finally made an effort to make your car look normal and then it immediately gets ruined yep so don't know what i'm gonna do about that it's actually not as noticeable um, it's basically, it's scratched. I got like silver grayish rims. It's scratched, but it's scratched in a way that it didn't like take the paint right off. So it still looks fine. Um, obviously if you get real close to it, it's, uh, it's bad. But, um, so yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, whatever at this fucking yeah, point. Dude. I don't know. You see that every so often where it's like, like a car that has curb rash bad on like every wheel. I don't know how the how fuck do people you manage curbs that often. 
Literally, dude, I'm so mad because I'm like, I waited until I got these tires to finally hit a fucking curb. Nice. Epic. Cool. So yeah. sick. Um, but, you know, aside from that, I have some other work I'm going to be doing soon. Um, I'm going to be putting new calipers in the front eventually and then doing some work to the door. My, I'm going to probably keep the crank windows, but uh, my driver's side crank is starting to get stuck, so I need to take a look at the belt, see if that thing looks good. Yeah. So, got to do some work like that. But, uh, when are you going to get rid of the carbon fiber? I'm afraid to as I have a, it's been on there so long that I have a feeling it's, it's going to take the paint with it. It's going to either take the paint or the clear coat with it. Or it's going to be a completely different color underneath because it's been protected from the sun mm. than the rest of the car. So I don't think I'm going to unless I'm going to get it rewrapped right for, after. For context, Jordan has um well, the previous owner of Jordan's car had like a, did a really shit job of putting uh, a vinyl wrap, carbon fiber wrap on his yeah, on, on the, the spoiler, spoiler and on the and gas, the gas cap. cap. Yeah, and the door handles. Oh, and the door handles. Yeah. So. So yeah. if it didn't look as bad, I wouldn't ask about it. But. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be eventually replacing the door handles with a black handle, all black handles. So there's that. Um, interior handles as well, because one of them's shitty too. And then the spoiler, I'm probably going to get rewrapped. The gas cap doesn't look as bad. Like, it's just a shitty vinyl, but it's not, like, it's hard to fuck up a gas cap. It's so small. So it's not like there's any creases in it or anything. Mm. But I'm eventually going to probably get those rewrapped, like, well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I uh, I was mad about the tires. But the car gra- drives fucking great now, dude. It's like a brand new car. Just get an so actual carbon fiber gas cap. Oh, yeah. Can't be that expensive for a gas cap. Maybe for a spoiler, but gas cap would probably be, like, Hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, or and the spoiler too would probably. I mean, probably equal out to like the blue book of your car. <laughs> probably, yeah. The tires equal out to almost the blue book, baby. Jesus. So tires and rims specifically. So, but man, they're nice, dude. They're so nice. And the people where I went, I went to like uh, I went to a town for a tire in our area, and they were fucking great, dude. Yeah, I I so mean great. I guess it's worth putting the money in if like there's nothing wrong with the car and you're not looking to get a new one. I obviously have a different philosophy because I go through cars pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the the Fiesta that one I I I have to hang on to. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'll ever get rid of it, honestly. Yeah. I'll no. drive it till it blows up. My car's still sub a hundred thousand miles, so just trying to trying to take care of her until eventually. Because the next car I get is besides the next quote unquote fun car I get. My goal is to obviously get a house first, and then SUV, and then when I have the money after all that's said and done, going for the the Mustang. So a house, an SUV. Which which one, man? Probably which an time? Explorer, more than likely. Explorer. Actually, the Explorer has an ST package. Explorer ST, which is a twin turbo V6. It makes like 400 horsepower or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. I don't know the actual number, but I remember it being like. Either just under four hundred or just over four hundred. Yeah, no, I really like Explorers. Given you know, you considering everything, one. but I uh, yeah, I like the I like the new Explorers too. The way they look, the way they handle, so very mm. nice. But uh, depends because this could be eight years from now, and there could be you know something else that's about a lot better. Yeah, so. I'm I'm always thinking about the next one down. I mean, I I might uh, I don't know. I'll look into it, but I'm thinking about maybe finding something to build like a something of like a drag car mm-hmm. is a like a challenger or something with uh 
maybe like big wide tires in the back but i just i did some looking i was like where can i find a drag strip where can i find a drag strip to test this drag car that i build there just aren't any around that's good just go on the main road yeah i'll just go on the main road on the highway stop on the highway just stop yeah, and then dead go. stop, and then I'll do, like, a, <clears throat> people will start beeping at me, and then I'll do a sub-10-second uh, quarter mile. Yeah, there you go. You know, negating the fact that it curves at a lot of points, but that's fine. No, 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 that's beside the point. I'll, I'll just... Turn the wheel. No, I'll just go. I'll just go straight. <laughs> Chris goes through a fucking mountain, comes out the other side, he's like, oh, this is sick. I Still like sub-10-second quarter mile. Hell yeah, brother. Um, But yeah. So, that was one fancy thing I bought. I spent a lot of money in the last two weeks between the tires and the phone. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. And now, I have the Z Flip 3. And... Flip, baby. And it has made me hate my Note 10. Damn. That's tough. The Z Flip 3 is so cool. It's so good. Um, Obviously, I can't really attest to the reliability at the moment. I've had it for four days. But uh, I gotta say, with the shorts I'm wearing at the moment, I could not have driven here with the Note 10 in my pocket. I drove here with this in my pocket the whole time. Didn't feel like I had to take it out. Fucking great. And you can tell how good of a phone is, or how good of a phone it is. When I said, at work, I said, this thing's starting to grow on me. I actually kind of like it. Yeah. And that's me. That's Chris. That is Chris from Synapse Misfire. And... It is just, it's just such a nice phone. I have a Samsung's leather case on it, which if you ever uh, get the phone and you get the $100 like power bundle thing, I would get it because this is actually a pretty nice case. I don't know if it's leather or pleather. They said leather, but I'm sure there's probably an asterisk on it that's like 10% leather or some shit. I get, uh, uh, but it's a nice fucking case, dude. Yeah, I think the, like, the day after you got it or something, or a few days after you got it, I was, uh, I was working with you, essentially. Yeah, uh, was... you were shadowing. I was I was hanging out with Jordan, watching him do his his job because I, that was a possibility for me to move on after my current job, um, but that's beside the point. Uh, but he was messing, he was showing me the phone. We were, we were messing around with it. It's pretty cool, actually. I yeah. quite like it. No, it's uh, it's nice. It's got the the big outer display like this. I don't think I would want a bigger display on the outside, truthfully. So for context, it's maybe about two inches in width and about an inch tall. Um, and it's literally just the perfect amount of room to check notifications. Like if you have an email waiting that you can click on it, scroll through your email, like it's, it's perfect. You don't have to open the phone for everything. Um, and it's really cool, um, for that. The battery life, I do have to say, I'm noticing it. I'm noticing the small battery, but, uh, considering I've been running this bitch at 120 Hertz and let me just say that is not a gimmick. 120 Hertz is fucking remarkable on a phone. Oh, it's so good. Um, battery life has been i'd say probably maybe a little better than i've expected granted one little asterisk i'll put on that is i do not have a sim card in it at the moment so it is not looking for cell service so when i put a sim card in it and it's running 5g we'll see because that battery life is going to take a hit um but and also the side mounted fingerprint scanner never had a phone with a side mounted scanner it's always been under the display or on the bath like chris's uh, note 9 very nice you just grab the phone you just touch it and it just sort of unlocks also, I think it might have just broke. What? Hey, this screen went green for a minute when I unfolded it. I think I hit the button too many times and put it in a uh, colorblind. Oh, you put it in green mode. Put it in colorblind mode. I just looked at it, and I was like, what the fuck? It tripped me out for a second there. 
Um, but no, it's nice, and you don't really notice the crease, and truthfully, the screen feels just like glass. Like, they did a really good job kind of making it, uh, make sense, I guess. Um, and, I mean, it's just, it's a powerful phone, too. It's just powerful. And I saw, um, don't be touching the wires, boy. Yeah, my cat's sniffing around at the, our cables, and he's been known to chew cables. That's yeah. kind of his thing. Get out of there. Get out, boy. And I want to say, too, I just want to debunk an article that I saw that was complete and utter bull to the shid. We do a little debunking? We do a little debunking, yeah. There was an article. I should have actually wrote their name so we could call them out. But he basically was reviewing the Z Flip 3, and he was like, yeah, you know, it's Samsung's high-end flagship, <coughs> beautiful construction, acceptable camera, battery life is small, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he goes, and they think 15-watt fast charging is fast in 2021, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time I'm reading this article, I'm just like, what? I'm like, he's talking about 15-watt fast charging. This bitch is 25 watts. The fuck are you talking about? I plugged this thing in to my 25-watt charger, and it was fully charged in, like, 40 minutes. I'll be honest, though. 10-watt 10, 10 fast charging is still pretty fast. Yeah, it's decent. Like, my Note 9 only supports 10-watt fast charging. Yeah. And my phone will charge in less than an hour. Yeah. It's like, okay. So I don't know what he was bitching about, but he's a fucking idiot. Don't let, don't read reviews online. Stick with uh, stick with the facts. Do your research. Um, but no, it's it's really cool. So, and I haven't since I don't have the SIM card. I haven't been whipping it out in public much, so I haven't had to, you know, be ready for that lifestyle, as Samsung says. <laughs> so you're not you're you're gearing up to be ready for that lifestyle. Basically. So get um, my SIM card tomorrow, so I'll nice. know for sure. Nice. But uh. Yeah, no, I mean, compared to the Note 10, I, I like it a lot. It's a perfect upgrade because it's basically the Note 10, but in a small form factor. With no S Pen, obviously, but I don't ever use the S Pen. So. It's, like a, it's like a phone. Yeah, you could say it is a phone. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, me either. And the fact that it's cheaper than my Note 10 Plus, too, is also kind of funny, in a way. So, that's it, nice. But, uh... It was cheaper, like, the way you bought it, or is it cheaper full price? Full price, it's cheaper. By $100, yeah. Jeez. The Note 10 Plus was 1100 at launch, and this is 999 Damn. So. Nice. And then the way I bought it, it was way cheaper, obviously. So, be sending the old Note Boy to pasture Monday, sending him back to the, the Sung, the Samsung. Um, Send it all the way to Korea. Hell yeah, brother. So, yeah. Yeah. Good phone. I recommend. Um, w- one of the articles I read about it when I was watching some shit was saying like it's a great phone for people who are bored of phones now and i was like damn that's literally why i bought it (laughs) it was because i was just sick of slab phones and i was like i want something interesting so yeah and i I didn't really want to go the whole mile with the fold so yeah that's i mean that's fair i think that's a fair that's a fair statement to make yeah and i will i will give periodic updates here on the show if things go wrong if it just all of a sudden folds itself backwards and blows up in my hand i'll let you know well, yeah. Yeah, you're nice. You're nice phone. Um, that was probably the uh, probably the nicest piece of technology I've gotten in a long time. Truthfully, is it really? I, I was yeah. just saying, I was saying quite a lot, Jordan. Yeah, no, I, I think so. Like, uh, I mean, I haven't bought a ton of new tech, but like, I don't know. There's just uh, something about the presentation, you know, of the whole thing. Uh, but I do have to bitch out Samsung. 
Why? I have to berate them. What happened? So, everyone, as we know, modern-day phone in 2021. You get the phone, SIM ejector, paperwork, and a charging cable, and that is all. Modern-day phone. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, I think, on the show when I first pre-ordered it, was I got the power protection bundle, so I got the 25-watt fast charger separately. Um, it showed up with the phone. And the phone was in a very nice, slim, sleek box, very well packed, like very minimal space for extra stuff. I'm like, perfect. They're doing their job. They're saving the environment. Uh, yeah, and whatever then, that's supposed to actually mean. And then this phone charger, this 25-watt adapter brick, comes in a box bigger than the phone. It's in a bigger box than the phone box. You know, it doesn't quite make sense to me either. Frankly... Because we can see through the whole environmental thing. There's no way that they're doing this to actually save the environment. So make the boxes slimmer to put them more in a box to save on import fees. Yeah, when you can fit an extra back. 200 phones. Yeah, yeah, so when you're when you're getting them back from your factory in China, you don't have to pay as many import duties or whatever. Because less or more phones are coming for less... Uh, space. Space, yeah. Yeah, so more weight but less actual volume, you know? So, Physical size. But that's beside the point. Um, I think that's the most glaring uh, way they're showing that they're not actually doing that for the environment just for that. Just to nickel and dime the customer and to save on the actual form factor of the package of the of the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I had like a, a theory, like I had some, well, not a theory, but I had a thought. The phone came unfolded, like laid out flat like a normal phone in the box. Yeah, they could have just folded it. And they could have folded been even it. smaller. Right? And then my other thought was, if you left this phone, say you buy this phone two years from now, brand new from Samsung, and it's been in that box unfolded the whole time, I wonder how that's going to work when you fold it again for the first time in two years, you know? Well, you could make the same argument the other way around. Well, that's what I'm saying. So with a foldable display, maybe I should have been more specific. With foldable phones in general, I wonder what's worse, being folded like this or being unfolded and then refolding after sitting on a truck for like three years, two years, well, not a truck, a warehouse. I guess what's – I feel like what, what What do you think's putting more stress on the display? I would think folded. It would be putting more stress because you're holding it in a fixed position that's, that's unnatural. I'm that's what I'm thinking as well. Um, so it might actually be worse off if you leave it folded. Yeah. But then I think about like something like the, uh, the Z Fold, right? I think that theory is correct because the Z Fold comes unfolded. Hmm. Yeah. Even though the box is way bigger than a normal phone that way because it has to be laid out like a tablet. So mm-hmm. I think our theory is correct. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Um, because I feel like... There's just got to be, if you leave it folded for that much time, the display's probably going to give away. It has to, yeah. If you left it just sitting for two years, you know? Um, it's, and I don't really know the long-term reliability of these phones. I'm talking like five, six years down the line. Yeah. Because um, I've had this phone, Note 9 launches, what, 2016, 2017? Yeah. Yeah, it should be like 16, 17. I bought it like shortly after launch. So I've had it for like five years, four years. Um, so I want to see what that phone and the new Z Fold 
what they look like after four or five years. Yep. So. Yeah. No, it, um, yeah, it's interesting to say the least. Like, just have, it just doesn't feel natural at first. You're like folding this thing. You're like, what the fuck? It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, the crease and shit, you get right over that though. Like, I'm already over mm. the crease. I mean, I don't quite like the look of the crease, to be honest, but I feel like, yeah, staring at it for long enough, I'd get over it. Yeah. But no, it's, it's awesome. I do like it. I do want to know why it turned green there for a second. That was, like, kind of startling, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just enable, you put it in green mode. It happens, you know? The, uh, what's funny, too, is the Samsung, shut up, get the Samsung Smart Switch. Um, actually. You really pissed him off. He ran up yeah, the stairs after that. He ran down the stairs. He's oh. coming. He's going to fuck oh, me up. Oh, dude, he's coming to fight you right now. Oh, shit. Trying to eat my cable. No, he's 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 gonna sniff the ground for a while. Nice. Samsung smart switch though, it switches everything, dude. Like literally your Wi-Fi passwords. Like it's so Jesus. funny. Like my my phone already connected to your Wi-Fi from it from being Damn. here. So it's impressive. It's cool. It is cool. I have to give him props for that. But yeah, the whole environmental thing and box oh, here thing. He comes. Bullshit. Hello. weird that he walks right up to jordan and lets him touch him yeah usually only does that to like me or my dad oh who wants that tape i guess he does he's like what would a cat have to do for that duct tape if you chew the tape i'm gonna rip your teeth out yeah he reconsidered after i said that his personality is so different than oscar's it's so funny He's so weird. I feel like, um, just by the way he looks, I think he's part, uh, Bengal. Mm-hmm. And Bengals are just fucking off the wall. So that's probably why his personality is so weird. Yeah. Like, Oscar, like, if, th- if that was Oscar right now, he would have just been, like, clawing at me to pick him up. Like, literally fighting me to pick him up. But this cat's like, you thought you die. Uh, he's just sitting there now. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, you uh, you bought something—a piece of a piece of tech. I did. Besides the Fiesta, I did. I bought a Surface Pro Seven. Yeah. How is it? Um, I use it a little bit, but it's—I mean, it's usable. I'd much rather um use it with a type cover because I don't have my type cover yet. Yeah. So now um, it's just like a tablet. Essentially. So now, yeah, now it's just like a tablet. And that's my biggest issue with the Surface Pro 7, conceptually, is like, Windows isn't really meant to run on a tablet, so it's just, uh such a pain in the ass to use. Double-clicking, or sorry, not double-clicking something, right-clicking something, it always takes like three or four attempts, because you have to hold the, you have to hold it down, wait for the little thing to come up circle it's a little circle it's a little circle that comes up and the circle will fill in like a loading bar and then once it's filled in you can release and then it'll give you the right click menu Mm. and if i'm doing if i'm doing that with icons desktop icons i'll always just hold on to them and then i'll just accidentally move them a little or something yeah so it's a bit of a pain in the ass to deal with the touchscreen, but the reason I bought it is because I bought it for school 
um, because I <sighs> carrying around a bunch of notebooks and shit, and then you know, then referencing all those notebooks when I can just open one note and just do everything I gotta do in one note. Yeah. And then just open a certain OneNote file. So I'll always have my notes with me a hundred percent of the time and I don't have to flip through eighteen different notebooks. Yeah. So I just think it's easier. Yeah, no for sure. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool too. It's a good device to have, you know. But it, it does suck because it's a pricey device too. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I spent I spent uh eleven hundred on that and uh uh warranty. Damn. Extended yeah. warranty. Because it's going to be thrown into a bag and then just carried around a college campus. So if I drop it and it blows itself up, um, I can just call Microsoft and they'll give me a new one. Yeah. Have you heard of uh, Windows 365? Uh, not really. I've only heard of that like as a concept kind of thing. Yeah, it's cool. They, so a YouTuber just made a video on it. I was watching. Uh, he, got on, he has a regular Z Flip. He got like a bunch of different devices. He got um, an Xbox. He got a Z Flip. He got a normal, like, old-school MacBook, uh, old-school ThinkPad, like, a bunch of random devices that are all old or new, and basically, it's kind of like a VM with Windows, uh, oh. but it's browser-based, and it was pretty fucking cool. Like, he had, they had really fast internet, they were using 5G, so that was one of the things they did. They have a car they customized to have a TV built into the back, and then on the TV, there's an Xbox Series X. So they basically used a 5G hotspot in a parking lot to run this Windows 365 on the Xbox to then load Xbox xCloud and play games streaming over a cell phone signal, even though they were on a Series X. And it was the funniest thing. It was just weird. But it was cool. You had, like, full-on Windows running on a Z Flip. And uh, it was pretty impressive. And I was like, damn. And it was all done with 5G, too. Somewhat interesting. Uh, services like that already do exist. Yeah. Um, well, like, isn't that kind of like what Shadow PC is? That's what Shadow PC is. Pretty much exactly. Yeah. You get your own hardware. It's expensive, by the way. How much is Shadow PC? I, fuck if I know. It's like 15 bucks a month or something. That's it? I think Dude, so. This Windows... It might be 25 bucks a month. This Windows 365... I didn't really look at the plans too much, but it's $66 a month. Uh, what do you get with it? Like, what's the hardware on this virtual machine you're getting? You get a 4-core processor, 16 gigs of RAM, and something else. Uh, 128 gigs of storage or some shit like that. Let me look at what Shadow PC costs. I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at uh, Windows 365. 29.99 per month. Let's see. Um, you get. If I remember that the even the, even the um. Cheapest one is like pretty decent. Oh man! Come All right. On. So, for the Windows 365, you get. <laughs> For $66 a month per user, you get four core CPUs, 16 gigs of RAM, and 128 gigs of storage. For half of that on Shadow PC, you get four cores, four cores, eight threads, 12 gigs of RAM, 256 gigs of SSD storage, and a discrete GPU equivalent to a GeForce GTX 1080. There you go. And uh, that $66 a month is per user, and it says you can have up to 300 users. So, And it's it's designed for business and enterprise. That's but... what I'm assuming. It's an enterprise thing. When you said 300 users, that's what I... Yeah. yeah. And oh, you can Jesus. you can get the enterprise version 
for the same price with unlimited users. So that's cool, I guess. Nice. 66 bucks per user per month. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's the only reason why that makes sense. Because you're not going to get a shadow subscription for everyone. That's stupid. Yeah. So. Um, um, and I'm assuming cool, I guess. it's built into the Office 365 suite as well as the Microsoft, the entire Microsoft suite. Yeah. So if you're already, if your company's already in bed with Microsoft, essentially. You can, <coughs> you can do this as an adder. You have, um, you have Outlook. You have 365. It's so. Well, it's part of Office 365, yeah. Your Active Directory is on fucking Microsoft Azure. I think it just makes sense to do that if you want to do um, remote clients. Yeah. What? But it's uh, it's kind of cool. I was impressed by like, what they were able to do with it, but obviously there's no practicality for your just average user, and I don't even think it's available for your average user. What kind of shoes you got in there? For for context, Chunk is currently or was currently in a uh, a shoebox. Yeah, I, on. he jumped right in and I closed him up, but I opened it so he's fine. Yeah, but uh, get he's smacking shit. So, you uh, you playing any games at all? Or you just been uh yeah actually doing car things. Been playing Car Mechanic Simulator twenty twenty one. As anticipated, yeah. Pretty damn good game. Um. Good in a sense that I like the subject material, or the yeah. subject matter. Uh, source material, that's the word I was looking for. If you don't, you're going to hate it. Because it is kind of a frustrating game to work around. Why, buggy? No, no, it's not buggy. It's just, um, how do I want to put this? Like that. No, it's like, it's kind of like, um... It's kind of like German in design, where it's like there's three or four different menus, and they're all contextual, mm -hmm. and each action has its own button. Oh, my God. So, like, you can right-click in general just with anything, and it has, like, six or seven options, and then you can right-click a car to switch your modes to mount or dismount or uh, body repair or something like that. Uh, it's kind of a pain to work around. So the UI is kind of shit, in a way. Yeah, it's complicated. But if you get used to it, it's kind of easy. Yeah, made sense. I mean, it sounds like it would be a game with a lot to it, so it kind of made sense that the UI would have a lot of interactive Yeah, uh, and elements. Um, there's a lot of different tools you can use and stuff, and uh, that's all controlled through the UI. Yeah. So Correct. if you right-click certain certain tools... It will have certain actions you can do. Like if you if you right click the engine stand, you can put an engine on there or build a new engine, rotate the stand a certain way. Yeah. Um, Chris is like, "Yep, I completely took apart an engine with a socket." They actually, it's cool because you can build things that you can't like build in real life, or I can't because I don't have the money. Mm -hmm. Um, like a, like a a. An old Corvette with a supercharged 900 horsepower engine, <laughs> or a fucking station wagon that has 1,200 horsepower. God damn! And goes 240 miles an hour. Holy shit! Is that what we want to do to the Fiesta eventually? Sure, sure. Why not? Damn, that's cool though. Sounds like it'd be cool. 1,200 horsepower in a Fiesta. 
I think the torque steers bad now at like less, little less than 200 horsepower. That thing will just blow up. Yeah. They, uh, they had a VR version of that game. And then I know it got like supremely negative views. Uh, Don't know it, why. Is it that bad? Don't know why. It was probably something to do with UI maybe or like interactivity. Probably. Or it was probably just like one of those shoddy ports where it's like you're in VR, but really you're just a headset. You're not like in VR, if you know what I mean. Probably mm. still playing with a gamepad or some shit. Yeah, I think it's interesting though. Um, the, I think the only reason I'm really enjoying the game is because there's a um, a thing you can do. Uh, you can go, you can name your profile uh CMS 2021 promo, all one word, and it makes you max level and gives you like 500 grand. Oh, really? That's cool. So you can just do whatever after that. You can just build, and then you get you have enough points to fully upgrade your shop and enough money to fully upgrade your shop. That's dope. So it's like a cheat code. Essentially, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, so that's probably the only reason I'm really enjoying it because I remember not enjoying 2018 that much. Because it's like, oh, I have to do break jobs for 500 credits a piece uh, until I can afford a car yeah. to work on. So. Yeah, that makes sense. It's grindy. Yeah. So, I uh, yeah, I haven't played Jack Diddly shit for games. Uh, the biggest thing really only being the Iki Island expansion for Ghost of Tsushima. That was a, that was a good-ass expansion. Is it? Yeah. That was a good-ass expansion. It's fairly long. I still have some side shit I'm going to do in it, but it's fairly long. It's probably like maybe 10-ish hours or so. Nice. Um, and it's just, it, you know, it's all story. It's really interesting. It's just more of Ghost of Tsushima with a lot of, you know, story stuff that ties into the main game and definitely good. Uh, it feels like something they couldn't fit in the main game. Like, okay. it, it feels like it's something they had planned from the beginning. But we're like, ooh, the game's either running on too long or they, you know, made it into DLC because it is like its own entirely side thing. Or almost like a, like a Hearts of Iron kind of thing. Or Hearts, what is it? What is that Hearts called? Of Stone. Hearts of Stone. Hearts of Stone? Iron is the game. Hearts of Stone for uh, Witcher 3. Yeah. Um, Hearts of Iron is a strategy game. Uh, Hearts of Stone just fits into the main world and it doesn't really expand the map very much. Mm-hmm. So in Hearts of, it's like Hearts of Stone where it, um, it takes place on the original map. I don't know if that's the case with that one. I uh, know um, this one happens to be a special case, but yeah. But it takes place on the original map, and there's it's just an extra story that would definitely fit into the original game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and essentially, uh, it's just an additional quest line at the end, which takes you on a different adventure. Which is separate from the main game, but also fits in with the tone. Yeah. Whereas, like, Blood and Wine, is it's a whole different map. It's very colorful. There's new... It feels like a different game in a way. In a way, yeah. And you have a... you have a, It's kind of a similar thing where, you know, you're basically doing some witchering, but uh, it's much longer. Yeah. I uh, When I get the Steam Deck, the first thing I'm playing is Bully. And then the next thing's probably hearts to uh, not hearts done blood and wine, blood and so. wine. Yeah, I think it it's pretty good. It kind of stands on its own, honestly. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. So, um, 
Eki Island's a really good DLC, though. It takes place right after the main game. It shades things up just enough. Um, and it helps that the game itself is just a fucking awesome game. So, Yeah, um, I will get around to playing it at some point. Yeah, you should. Give it a couple months. It'll probably be on sale. So you'll be able to get the director's cut. So I plan on... So when eventually things may be back to normal and I can get a PS5. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, in, in 2037, when I can get a PS5, yeah, I will, uh, I'll I probably play it then. I plan on... When I can get a PS5, I plan on replaying the Uncharted series. Well, probably mostly 4, because that's the one that you can kind of get to run well. Um, the Last of Us, again, first one and second one, and then Ghost of Tsushima, the Spider-Man PS4 game, like all of that. I plan on replaying a lot in God of War. God of War. That's definitely. why I haven't replayed God of War, because I still have a PS4 Pro, but I want to get a, a PS5, because I think it goes... I think you can either do 4K 60, 14, or 1080 60, or it might even go to 120. I can't remember which one, but and, and, you know, regardless, I know it goes to 60. So I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Um, I have to adjust my mic. One of these little dingus just broke out yeah, or popped off. Popped off. All right. But yeah, God of War at 60 frames, dude. <clears throat> I'm ready. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely want to play that again. I definitely want to play Spider Man again. Both and then you need to play Miles Morales. Pretty as well. good. And then I got to play Miles Morales. Uh, I heard Miles Morales though was like. Could have just been a DLC for the first game. Yeah, it could have been, but it's basically what it is. I mean, it's a expensive game, I'd say, in a way, but there's plenty of content there. Um, it definitely could have just been DLC after, because, um, spoiler for Spider-Man PS4 or whatever, it ends with Peter finding out that Miles has his powers because he tells him. It's the it, very end. It very easily could have fit right after, because it takes place right after. So it could have just been... A DLC, but so does it essentially begin with that one scene where fucking they both are on the ceiling? I know that'd be cool if it did though, but no, it begins with them uh, on a billboard together, and he's training him how to be Spider-Man, I guess you could say, and telling him that he's leaving, he's going on vacation, so he has to run the city by himself essentially. That that part is always kind of confusing to me because it's like they got Spider-Man, and now there's two of them, Spider-Men. Yeah. So. Does the people do the people of the city just think they're the same guy, and that he's just everywhere at once? I uh, know because they do stuff together too. So it, it starts oh. off with you fighting uh, Rhino together um, with Peter essentially. I see. So they do do things together. They work together. So so they 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 just got the Spider Men basically. So there's a whole. I imagine I, a lot of the game is them saying it's Spider Man and the other Spider Man or whatever. It's very like on the nose. Spider Man and Spider Boy. Basically. Because was Miles Morales, he's like 15 or something. Yeah, he's like 15 or 16, and Peter at the time was like 23, so. 24, so. Um, but it's cool. And there's all new powers and stuff. Because obviously Miles Morales is, a, is supposed to have different powers, so that's always really well, cool. Well, and he's like, a lot of the uh, powers that that um, Peter has is like, based on, oh, he's like a science guy. Mm-hmm. And that's his, that's his shtick. Yeah. You get, like, the the different things that he's just made. Yeah, different tools, which Miles Morales kind of <clears> has, but he has actual, like, powers, too, from when from the spider that bit him, so. Oh, like so, what? Invisibility, and he can also he uses electricity. Oh. Straight at it. He just has a gun. <laughs> he just shoots people. He gets up to the crime, they're like, hey, it's Spider-Man, a regular, you know, Peter's like, all right, let's get their ass. He just pulls out an AK-47. <laughs> oh, spider gun, and he shoots, like, four people. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, Miles Morales, that's the one thing I've always thought was weird, is Spider-Man, Peter Parker has certain powers, but Miles Morales has always been, like, the other Spider-Man, but he, in a way, has better powers. It's just kind of weird how it all ties to it, but yeah. Like, I even still, in the comments, he has electric powers and shit. I think it's interesting that, um, in those games, like, a lot of superhero games, it's like, you're not killing people. You're supposed, you're, like, knocking them out, quote-unquote. But, like, there's been times in there's there was m- multiple times in Spider-Man where I like threw a guy off a thirty-story building. Well, you know what happens when you do that, right? What happened? you never looked? Whenever you hit someone off a building, nothing, they fall about ten feet, and then a web shoots off their back and pulls them to the side of the building. Oh, I've never seen. And that. they get stuck up against the side of the building. Uh-huh. It's part of it's supposed to be part of his shtick, yeah. But like Batman Arkham Origins is a good one for that, or like the Arkham series in general. You know, you just beat the. F- fuck out of people yeah. oh game. i just i just threw a battering and knocked him out okay i threw a sharp object at him and knocked him out oh and now he does he's not moving anymore i wonder what's going on there. oh yeah there's sure stars above his head he's just <laughs> bleeding out of his jugular because you just severed half of his head yeah so. um at least there's games like dishonored where it's like yeah you can knock people out but you can also just you know go to town actually kill them yeah I think it should be an option. Maybe that could be that could be an interesting mechanic for a superhero game. They get rid of the like moral bullshit and then like let you decide. Let you decide. And basically we have a reputation of like oh, well this hero now, he's not a hero, he's a killer. He's killed everyone that he's come across. So you're less liked by the people. That's like the entire plot of The Boys within the city did you did you ever watch the boys no i haven't i started it. i, I was only like, watched, this is so good and then i just stopped i only watched in uh i only watched invincible yeah which was fucking fantastic if you yeah. haven't watched it you should oh yeah i can't wait for um, season two dude uh, i can't either and now i'm re-watching uh I'm re-watching breaking bad oh are you yeah. and then we have to re-watch the witcher once the witcher season two release date comes out so so when uh uh, have you watched Breaking Bad ever? No, no. It's it's worth your time. It's a fucking great show. Yeah. Is it anything? Well, I was gonna say it's not. Is it a comedy in a way? No. No, it's all just hard. Like. Well, there are some funny like moments, mm. but it's not like. It's not. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. It's like, not funny. It's a. Uh, you know, it's a crime drama. Yeah. But uh, it's very interesting to see the. Um, the fall of Walter White, where it's, you understand why he's doing what he does, and then he just goes completely off the fucking rails. Yeah. And he becomes, like, the main antagonist of the show by the end. Really? It so, does sound interesting. I should watch it, yeah. How many seasons is it? Five. Oh, that's not bad. So um, there's, like, there's, like, 60 episodes or something. Yeah, that's not too bad. I, uh, are they half hour or hour? Hour. They're all on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm actually great. I'm watching Stranger Things right now with Let's See. We just finished season one this morning or last night actually. I saw it's good all of season one of that show, and I don't I think I watched like one or two episodes of season two. Yeah, she she warned me. She's already seen it. She like years ago, but she warned me that season two is like boring compared to the first season. Maybe but, that, uh, yeah, I think that's why I stopped watching it. But uh, the show is pretty good though. I mean, season one was pretty good. I liked it. It was kind of cool. I thought um, season one was okay. Um, how many seasons are Is it over? There's three, and there's a fourth one coming out in 2022, and then okay. I think that's it. And I think that's it. Um, I don't think they have plans for the season five, so. Yeah, that one's not super high on my watch list. Um, what I do want to rewatch is, um, uh, Mr. Robot. That's up there. 
I've never watched it, but it always seems really cool. Yeah, it's like a it's like a another crime drama, but it's like a Elliot Alderson. He's like a hacker. Yeah, and that's his. That's he plays his uh, the guy from Intel Dawn, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Rami Malek. He's in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I want to do that uh, after Breaking Bad. I want to watch El Camino, which is just a movie to cap off the end of the yep. series. Rami Malek. Yep. And I'll then show I'm gonna. Character. And then I'm gonna wait until. Uh, Better Call Saul is finished, and then I'm going to watch that, too. Obviously, the top left. That's the character oh, yeah. he plays. So, the thing about that... So, it is just straight up Rami Malek. So, the, the thing about the um, <clears throat> Until Dawn games, I can't remember their... What is their... What's the developer's name? I can't remember their names, the developers of Until Dawn. They make the um, the Dark Pictures anthology, and that's what they do, is they take their actors, and they and make they just, them the character. Because yeah. it's all mo-capped and shit. Um, so. What was the other one they did? Christ. Um, what, Until Dawn developers did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another game they did, and it was, like, kind of related. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, the Dar- Man of Madon. Ma- and then what there's Little Hope, and then there's the new one, which is something else. I, uh, I don't it's know. It's a trilogy. Maybe, yeah. maybe we could do, uh, remember that Life is Strange thing we were talking about? Yeah. Where we do, like, different things and play it together, essentially. Maybe we could do that with those games. Oh, yeah. Have you ever watched or seen them? I've, I've seen both of them, and they're really good. And, uh, of what? Which the one? anthology. So Man of Madon, Little Hope, and then there's a third one. Uh, only Until Dawn. I haven't only watched anything. I, I watched a little bit of Man of Madon, but not a ton. Is it Madon or Madan? I'm going to say Madan. I think it's Madan. Madan. Madonna. Who knows? Who knows? But I know they're like on a boat or some shit, right? The first one is, yeah. They're on a, they're on a World War II naval ship. Second one is they're trapped in like a Silent Hill-esque town. With these crazy uh, religious people. Oh, damn. They're in like a village? Perhaps? Almost. Um, I can't wait for the village DLC actually soon. Ish. Probably not soon, but sometime. Village was nice. fun. I might I might honestly replay village. Um, not soon, but... I think... Does some, village have new game plus? I don't know. If it does, I think that's when it would be worth it. Like, when I do Ghost of Tsushima on PS5, I'm going to do new game plus. Because village is one of those games where like... It's fun the first time, and then the second time you just you want to be a badass. Like you don't want to be a little bitch, you know. Same thing with Ghost of Tsushima. You have so many power, not powers, but abilities by the end and like combos and shit that it would be boring to go back and just be like, oh, sword fighting. You want to play like as a badass, you know. And I feel like Village is one of those. Um. Yeah. New game. Uh. New game pluses in general are pretty fun. Like I did Witcher three. New game plus. That must be a good one, because you're, like, kind of a bitch in the beginning for the first, like, ten levels, and then... Yeah, and now your, your fucking, like, starting sword is doing, like, fucking 700 damage a swing, or whatever. Um, and still, shit still fucks you up, but it's not nearly as bad. Yeah. Um, because essentially all it does is scale everything to your level. Mm-hmm. So now the level one wolves you fight at the beginning of the game are now like level 38 yeah Yeah. um and all your gear is scaled up beyond what the best gear is in the regular new game yeah um dishonored's a good one for the game plus because you literally have powers that you get throughout so yeah you you still retain stuff um that's the whole point of new game plus is you keep everything yeah or you're supposed to anyway which is why village would be good because you could have like a grenade launcher from the start that would be nice. That'd be yeah. nice to have. Um, I know with uh, what's it called with uh, seven, you could have um, when you finish the game. I think it might be on on the hardest difficulty. When you finish the game, you get an item 
that's just called infinite ammo and gives you infinite ammo for everything. Yeah. Which yeah. Which would be nice to have with uh, Village as well. There's uh there's actually a DLC for Village. It's like five dollars. That says like good? that says like no, it's not like a story based one. It's literally called like unlock all secrets or something. And you pay five dollars, you get all the secrets. And I think infinite ammo is one of them. Let me see. That's interesting. Could you know how you have credits? Uh, in village, yeah, and you redeem them for like things. I, I think it's that you unlock all of those. Oh, okay. You see, for five bucks. Uh, yeah, that might be worth. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, but it might be worth if you plan on playing the game a couple times. Resident Evil Extra Content Shop All Access Voucher four ninety nine. Yeah, that's the one. So. Village is a good game, though. Don't let that sway you. If you haven't played it, play the main game. It's good. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's really fucking fun. Very, very good um, game. I had a great time playing it. I, I remember playing it. I was like, all right. I think... When did when did it come out from when we had our episode on it? Well, like a week before? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to start right now, launch day, because I don't know if I'm going to finish it in time. And then I finished it in like three days. Yeah. It's short, number one, and it's really fun, mm-hmm. and it's decent. It keeps you, it keeps you engaged. The pacing is really good. The pacing is very good. Um, I I quite enjoyed it. I thought I was gonna be, I thought I was gonna be more scared. Yeah, same. Um, but there there's a point in that game after a little while where you just gain all your confidence. And you're like, oh, I have a shotgun now. Once you have a shotgun, you're pretty much you're like, I, I have a shotgun now. If something tries to come at me i will hit it once and then i can either run away or it'll be dead yeah it's a good game though for the light village really 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 good story too so i quite enjoyed Um, that and less convoluted than i thought because games from like capcom like resident or especially resident evil games tend to have these really drawn out convoluted storylines but seven and village tie together very nicely they do actually um seven was sort of a uh it's like a soft reboot yeah, for the series essentially same way as God of War. Yeah, there's a like all the stuff beforehand happened, but we just don't talk about it. <laughs> but it's not mentioned, so it's meant to just rope new people into the series, yeah. as well as people who played it before. And I thought seven and eight, the formula they had for that was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I liked seven a lot. I watched it. I didn't play it, but I liked seven a lot. Yeah, it's a lot scarier than eight. Oh yeah, you feel a lot more helpless. Um, and 8, I liked 8 a lot as well. Yeah. I think God of War, I was kind of nervous for God of War because I had never really played the originals. I hadn't either. And I was like, man, I'm not going to know what's going on. But they did a fantastic job of just revealing enough that, like, fans are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Blades of Chaos. Like, I still felt the, like, oh, shit, when he got them. But I never even knew he lost them. Yeah, I just started, I was like, like, oh, uh, I thought he had blades. And then they just appeared halfway through, or the end of the story, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because shit. they're like, uh, and it's it's a build-up, too. There's, isn't there like a, isn't there like a, um, what's that one song that plays? Where it's like a, a chorus of, like, male voices. Like, oh, boy, boy, like that's that. That's the one, yeah. Of, yeah. And he's like, he's rapping the chains, the chains. On. And it, the way he raps the chains, too, is it's not like he's, like, just, like, rapping a bandage. No. He's like... He does it like Each a man. Each turn, he's like, right, you know, gripping the chain, and uh, Athena is fucking talking yeah, shit in the like background. Because you can tell, it's like, he's like, I really don't want to do this, but you, he know, has you to. gotta do what he you has gotta to do. He has to go to hell, man. 
You just go to Helheim to get the boy. To get boy. Boy. Yeah. And then even like seeing Zeus in Helheim too, it's like, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Witcher 3 does a decent job of that too. For people who haven't yeah. played the original. I've never even seen or played the other ones. And I haven't played one. I played two and three. And there are some references from two in three, but not a lot, honestly. It's almost there, like a reboot. <laughs> Yeah, same same idea. It's like you. There are a few references that's like, okay, I can I understand this concept more now that I've played Witcher Two, like um, Witcher Two. The whole thing is you have to find the guy who killed um, uh, the king, right? The king. I forget the king's name now. King something. You gotta find the guy who killed him. It's another Witcher. Um, but they is think it, it's you. Is it the guy from The Witcher Three with uh, the L? What's his name? Mm, can't remember his fucking name. But you find him in a barn. In The I Witcher Three. I think 3? so. Well, actually, Letho. you can. Yeah, Letho. yeah, that's the guy. I thought so. The big fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. He kills. I remember the... there was a boss fight with him. I think I saw on um, Reddit once. You can fight him at the end of Witcher Two. Oh, you don't have but, to them. But essentially, what I did was. Which I think is the better ending is um, you say listen. It is what it is, man. No one know no one thinks it's me anymore, and no one really knows it's you either. So bye. You just have a drink and go your separate ways. Yeah. Cause he like I guess he has his reasons, but I forget some of the points of that game. But I know you fight a dragon at the end. Really? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah. That's all I got for this episode. If you're good, we should probably round it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, buddy. So that's the end of the show. Remind everyone where the show can be found. Said no. I'm with him. So, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us natively on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and of course Spotify. It's also Pocket Cast, my podcast, Apple Choice. As always, there's an RSS feed linked down below. Import it into your favorite media consumption app. And you can always contact us via email, synapsemisfire at pm.me. Again, listed below. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Chris is walking back after harassing his cat. Get out of my house. We have to do it to Dave and Deusters. You're uninvited. <laughs>